What's up? This is Matt Franco. And this is Eric Dittleman. Welcome to Mind Over Magic. Episode 54 coming at you from Las Vegas. We got Dittleman on the other side coming in from New York. What's up? Yeah, you sound so tired right now. <laughs> I thought I was coming in high energy with that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to do a redo. No, we're not. We're doing it. We're, we're keeping going, Matt. We are Ron Honest here on when the you, Mind Over Magic podcast. <laughs> when you tell me I sound tired, that that's that's a problem. I could just hear it in your voice. Like uh, It sounds like you had a, a wild night. <laughs> it wasn't super wild, but I mean, when you're 33, I, I, you, I feel a little too old for everything. Although, I yeah. mean, I shouldn't, right? Right. No. I shouldn't feel it. No. Enjoy. But I do. Living life for the cast. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, yeah. So Vegas is hopping, it seems. Like, you're back full force, huh? Yeah, we're back full force, but at the same time, like I'm seeing the the COVID stuff in the news across the board in general. So, like, yeah, gosh, I hope I hope we can keep things afloat. But that, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it would be uh, excellent if we could keep everything afloat. But yeah, things are happening. I went to a friends and family mm. um, Usher concert last night. Right. Yeah, because you had the option to either go to like opening night or the dress rehearsal. Right. In theory, yeah, um, but you know the invite came for for that, and I mm. asked you, and you're like, you gotta go to the uh, you gotta go to the rehearsal. You so gotta go to the they, private, intimate one. Yeah, yeah. There were no stops. They made it all the way through the show, straight wow. through. So uh, you know, it was the production was looking amazing, and I think it's going to be quite successful. Vegas is um, definitely on a huge high right now, just across the board. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, everything's going super well, but he plays all the hits. I know you're not um a, like a super R&B aficionado. No, I'd probably recognize a lot of them if I heard them. Well, I'm not going to do any renditions today <laughs> to see if you recognize them, but I will take your word for it. If you want to write in and get Matt to do some renditions in a future <laughs> episode, feel free to reach us at mindovermagicpodcast.gmail.com. I would, but I'm just a little hoarse because uh, it was yeah, a long yeah. night. Well, we need to Otherwise. have your voice rest and then you can do My it. On a... <laughs> you know that one? <laughs> not from that. <laughs> After I just said I wasn't going to do it, I yeah. don't know why I went into a, my boo, but I did. Well, you can only do so much, too, because we don't want, like, uh, you know, copyright infringement. We can only sample only a little bit. So Even acapella, though, if it's like our reproduction of it? <laughs> yeah, I think you got to get work? the rights. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Because, like, what? Like, the Pentatonics and all these other acapella groups, they got to get the rights for those songs. Well, that's a full version, but like to do, to, I think you can do up to like a few seconds. Yeah, right? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Keep it short. Okay. All right, so yeah. go, Matt. Now, no, I'm just kidding. All right, what else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was a good time. That's good. Where is he performing again? Caesars at the Coliseum. Gotcha. Big venue. It's a big venue. I don't know the number of seats. Maybe five thousand or so. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a friends and family invite thing, so it's not quite as many. Um. This was the first time they've ever produced a show in that room. In other words, normally it's sort of produced somewhere else and then brought in. Right. Exactly. But since the pandemic, there was nothing else happening in that theater. They actually installed the show in that room, which is which is interesting. So. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, like I, I mentioned before, we share a stage manager. So she called his show last night. Um, so I've been getting some sort of a little bit of insight as to how the production's going and what some of the scenic elements would be. And, you know, having just redone my own show, like I'm a little bit up on what, I don't know if this is interesting or not, but I'm <laughs> up on like what the different lights are that sure. are being used and things now. So I'm like, oh, there's an X bar 20. There's, you know, oh, that's kind so of, nerdy. I was like, oh, I have six of those. He has 600. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very funny to see yeah. a large production scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I have one of those. And then it'll be like, you know, there'll be like 35 of them or yeah. something, you know, of, of different types of lights and things. But <laughs> it was cool to identify nonetheless. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And then mm-hmm. did you get to hang out after and meet Usher at all? Or uh, Usher rolled into the uh, 
to the after party. Oh, after party, a- huh? With Akon. Oh, sure. Okay. I've familiar heard of, with Akon? I've heard of him. <laughs> okay, so we're getting into that same realm where you probably couldn't name a song? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Glad I... I didn't pick trivia in this realm for the same reason. <laughs> if um, I heard a song, maybe. I would and also, also Lil John. Oh, Lil John. I know him from Slippery Do you? Apprentice. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Could you, do you know any little John songs? Um, I know he's, he's usually he, featured. He's got the grill. I know that. He's also got a very recognizable sort of uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, now we're both doing. Yeah. <laughs> renditions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was in a couple sketches too. I mean, you know, I think there's on what now? Maybe, maybe I think he was maybe parodied in like some Chappelle show stuff. I'm sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. So no, we're hanging out there. It's loud. It's uh, it's at Dre's. It's uh, I wouldn't call it a meeting of any kind, but just kind of hanging out in the same vicinity, if you will, and catching up with some uh, some folks that we know and whatnot. And didn't stay too late. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, put it this way: I left before Usher did. Well, there you go. <laughs> and he's got opening night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I did stay for a, a, an appropriate amount of time, and it was really, really fun. Oh, that's good. That sounds yeah, like a blast. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And so it, it seems, was good. Seems like you were shouting over loud music. Uh, based on my tone today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't wait to perform tonight with the hoarseness <laughs> and my new microphone that is further away from my mouth than the old one. <laughs> You'll just have to. I mean, that's that's interesting too. Have you ever had to perform when your voice is not in tip-top condition? Because, like, in music school, that was a big thing. You'd have people go on like vocal rest, and they would wear signs that said like "vocal rest" so that you knew not like not to talk to them, and they Whoa. wouldn't talk to you. And then there's all the other like tips with like you know uh, tea with honey and lemon and all that stuff. Uh, but- I I'm interested to hear more about this. Like, I feel like. All the tips you just mentioned, I'm like familiar with, but they haven't worked wonders for me. Yeah. I've had a lot of issues um, voice wise because I, I talk a lot in the show and I talk with a considerable considerable amount of volume. Right. A lot during the show. And people used to always ask me if I got tired, you know, performing X amount of shows a week. And, and the answer I always used to give, and it hasn't happened yet post pandemic, a year off is a good chunk of time apparently. Um, but I always used to say the first thing to sort of um, maybe suffer is not the right word, but the first place I would feel it is always my voice. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done the tea and I've tried to do the rest and um, it, it I, I've, and I've also been sick right. to the point where it's like, wow, if I was a singer, I don't know how they would ever do this show. And and I've just barked through the show and and it was really, really difficult. But I could, I know this is going to sound weird and maybe we've talked about this before, but I've done the show in a different key. Oh, no, I don't know if we have. Yeah. I mean, literally, like I have a certain cadence and a certain, uh, we all have a certain tone that we speak in. And like, I've had to bring that down and do it in a different key Uh, just to, just to be able to bark through the show. Have you not had these issues ever? Like a lower register? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. hundred percent. Like there are certain tones that I hit every time when I, and and I have to do them (laughs) down here, you know, but you've never had this. No, I've had to perform sick and I've like, you know, found whatever cold medicines and like, you know, nasal sprays and just yeah, try to too. get everything possible to like clear that up. Uh, and that's sometimes just part of the, the, the business. I, I remember going to like a school in the West Coast and I like had a really bad cold. This is all prior to COVID, so no one was worried. But, uh, right, right, <laughs> but they're same. just like, here's a mug, like, a, you know, how you get like some campus things. Sometimes they're like, here's a campus mug. And they're like, I had like some throat coat tea and they're just like, just chug that. <laughs> like, and I was able to do yeah. the show and there's something too, when you're on stage, the adrenaline does kick in. So like yes. you do not feel as sick sometimes when you're on stage and you could get like power through it almost. And then as soon as you step off stage, you're like, again, right. <laughs> um, You've never had your voice like crack. Cause you're not really yelling to that degree or projecting to that degree. No, I think I think just from, you know, from my vocal training when I was a music student, you know, right. they, you know, I know to like project from the diaphragm and have a nice low breath beneath you. And like even when I feel like my throat is cruddy, like I would 
do like some vocal warm ups or like something like that just to like kind of clear that out. A lot of like like what? Hum- just like humming and like making like really like nasally sounds just to help like loosen stuff up up there if you got a cold and whatnot. So you practice some riffs and runs? No, I don't do like arias or anything like that. <laughs> Mommy made me mash my M and M's. I mean, Is that one? Those are just like tongue twisters, I think. Me, right? me, my, mo, mo. Sure. Like, yeah. Anything with an M or like nasally or buzzing sound. Why is, is nasally help? It buzzes it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I have a, I get to the point where my voice will like crack, you know? Sure. Yeah. But, once it's down in like the throat area, if you're not like a sinus, if it's not a sinusy thing, then once it's in a throat thing, like then, then it's time for like the lozenges and that kind of stuff, I think. Right. Just right. that. So. Right. Anyway. Well, that's yeah, a- hopefully that's not a thing tonight. Yeah. I uh, I don't miss those those issues, and the year off has seemed to have done wonders for my voice. But you hear this from performers all the time. Yeah, uh, you hear you hear uh, Pens Pen Gillette's, mm-hmm. um street performing years in his voice when he performs. You know, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> when it has a long term effect like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, what's up with you? What else is going on? Oh, you know, uh, I had a busy week. Uh, you know, uh, you're looking at uh, this past week's trivia winners from uh, our pub trivia that we do it. every once in a while in New York. And uh, we won a case of beer, and that's fun. And we're thinking about defending our title this week. Uh, but the, the fun part was my teammates both rode their bikes. We go to a brewery, uh, and... Uh, as soon as we answered the last question, the skies started to open up. Terrible thunderstorms. We've been having terrible weather. Lots of rain here in uh, in in New York area. So they like hopped on their bikes to try and beat the storm and were like drenched. And then I was just like stuck there with a case of beer. <laughs> so I was like. I guess I'll try to call like a Uber or a Lyft, but like no one was driving. So I had like to wait 20 minutes as the brewery is closing, but they were really cool. Like, cause it affected a bunch of people. And they're like, right. Yeah, just crack another beer. They put on like a movie on the projector. <laughs> so it was kind of fun. So, uh, yeah, you didn't have to wait outside. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I got to wait in the brewery, which was nice. Uh, there you go. So that was fun. And then I uh, also went to little Island, which is a new park in um new york and you're like how can you have a new park in new york there's so many buildings mm-hmm. well they created a man-made island in the uh the hudson river <laughs> that's uh basically uh just a park that has you know it's got lookouts it's got like a grassy area but it's like you walk through this walkway from the pier and then you're like in this own little private world and there's like a small little stage and then there's like a big amphitheater stage as well and they've got like seating and food trucks on there too so you could like eat uh but we actually got to catch my friend uh, mark gindick who's a clown i've seen him perform for big apple circus and so forth but he was doing kind of a street public show in that kind of food dining area and we got to see him like draw a crowd and like have people pull the chairs closer and you know he was doing a lot of bits and it was kind of hard to hear him at first even though he was mic'd up because i think they were trying to not conflict with whatever orchestra thing was going on in the amphitheater but uh you know he was able to do a lot of physical comedy which you know is very visual and attracted people to kind of stop and watch and uh yeah we had a blast just checking that out so could have made a killer transition on him being hard to hear while he was gathering a crowd. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was a blast. You have to, it's so popular and they try to like limit the number of people because it is a small little island because if yeah. everyone's like, we want to go at once, it's overcrowded. So they have like timed tickets, but they're free. You just have to reserve them in advance. So we had that. And it is funny with all the people seeing the line of people to get into the tiny or little island that they're like, I want to go. And then they like realize you need tickets and some try to sneak in anyway. But there's like two gates you've got to get through. (laughs) So (laughs) they check your tickets is what I'm saying. But if you go before noon, there's no tickets required and you could stay as long as you want. So it's a it's a fun little new park. Uh, and, and that was unrelated it. to trivia. That wasn't all. Yeah, that was just night. separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just things I've been doing this week. Yeah, no, I'd love to be on your trivia team. If I ever find myself in New York, I would like to do that because, like, I'd feel 
like what was winning. Well, we you guys are good. Always need um, music expertise too. That's all I can yeah. contribute. I'm not great, but it's all I got. It's our worst round because I'm very bad at music trivia. <laughs> right, but right. Um, we happen to win this week because like a lot of the songs tended to be classic rock songs. It's like I know these ones, so it was like name that tune. Um, yeah, basically the music round is always, it usually has like a theme to it, but they play a song and you have to name the artist or the, or someone who sings on the track basically. So, um, this past week uh, was like blue was the theme. So it was either in the song title or the band name was the word blue. Um, so you got your blue oyster cult and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, ELO's Mr. Blue Sky, that kind of stuff. <laughs> What about Blue by Eiffel 65? That was the first one, actually. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes? That, I, I don't know if that was one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it was, you didn't get that no, one. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, just, uh, just kind of living the New York life because I'm gearing up for a lot of shows this week. But uh, I did run into some car trouble. Uh, Who needs ju- a car in New York? Well, I need them to drive to gigs that are outside Got of it. New York. Got but, uh, it. But the thing is, I park on the street, and you have to move my car. I have to move my car all the time, unless like there's you know alternate side parking suspended. But I was parked on one of the more busier, busier thoroughfares, and um, my car got hit while I was parked. Ah. Uh, so I didn't and find. And you were it. not in it. No. To, ver- to clarify, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see it until I had to go and move my car. So I'm just mm-hmm. dealing with that. It like really get hit my back bumper pretty hard, and there's a whole panel. So it's just another headache I'm gonna have to deal with, and uh, it was just not not fun. <laughs> but it wasn't a hit and run. It was because they hit and then they ran and didn't leave a note, which is kind of what happens a lot in New York. My car's been hit before, but I, I think it was because they saw I was like nearby or whatever. They they left a note the last time, but most uh, people don't <laughs> in New York, really, which is pretty bad. And and like the police don't even come out for like these kind of things unless someone's like hurt, you know. So you right. Don't get, so there's like, no there's no report. looking back at camera footage. No, there's no, there, no. That none of that's happening. <laughs> none this of is that. just. Wow. Because it happens, like, I'm sure all the time in New York City. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it must happen more often than one would think even. So I apologize to any future shows this week as I'm trying to figure out how to fix my car. If I'm driving to them, if my car looks a little mangled in the back, not my fault. <laughs> but hopefully I'll be able to park and not even no one will see my car <laughs> as I arrive. Self-conscious of the accident. Yeah. But it, well, you weren't even in the car. There's no. nothing to worry about. It wasn't nothing even my be, fault. Can, you know. I'm not at fault. So. <laughs> yeah, you can't be embarrassed about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I understand. I understand the feeling, but you shouldn't, you know, that's nothing to be self-conscious of. What are you going to do? Yeah. There's nothing I can do about it. But right? everyone's safe. Everyone's, you know, no one's hurt. And, uh, mm-hmm. just... and you still have a way to get from point A to point B as yeah. it is to do the gigs in the first place. It's, so It's drivable. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just another thing that I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with this, but uh, I'll get there. Totally. Um, we've uh we've had it's funny you mentioned like you've had like lightning and what did you say lightning or just thunder or what huge thunderstorms yeah i guess they they go hand in hand right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've had lightning the past three four nights in a row here in vegas wow and some sprinkles as well so it's weird that we're both experiencing that i mean this is not a weather podcast but it's worth noting i know i know <laughs> and, and that carnival i went to you know we went on the first night and it like got rained out the next two days and then wow there was only like one other night that it was open that people could go and enjoy it but i i mm-hmm. did walk across the bridge during nighttime to catch some like nighttime photos of the carnival which was kind of fun very cool did well. you share them yeah they're on my uh my instagram you can check okay them out. maybe we'll get one up on the mind over magic oh yeah like a pretty like uh ferris wheel at nighttime yeah why not yeah yeah right how's the uh full capacity shows going matt um the first one i guess i haven't talked to you since the first one huh right yeah first one was last thursday night and um it was wonderful but it felt weird only because it's the same thing when we went from like one limited occupancy to like a slightly higher percentage the the room feels different the audience energy just feels different because the layout is different Mm -hmm. so it just feels like it just feels like there's a lot more eyeballs and like 
it, it feels like you have to work harder as a performer when you've gotten used to doing it the same way over and over. And now all of a sudden the room map is different. Yeah. yeah. Outside of that, it's wonderful. Oh, okay. Good. And it just took one show. Just to, to readjust and get back into your normal flow of things. Yeah. For the most part. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great. But, um, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I'm glad things are, are, you know, attempting to get back to whatever normalcy is. Broadway is like somewhat around the corner, right? Are we a couple months from that or a few months? Yeah, a few months. I I think they're just like announcing some beginning dates and starting to sell tickets for that. So uh, like, uh, but there are are some adjustments. I know they're taking that two-part Harry Potter and the Cursed Child show and they're doing a version where it's just one part. It's like all in one. It's like a shorter version. So that's going to be interesting. I was like, Maybe I can go back and see it because it is one of the best magic shows I've ever seen. <laughs> like the effects in really? that are so amazing. Yeah. Do we know who worked on those effects? Um, I, I don't have the name off the top of my head. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, if you knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a. I think it was a British consultant. I could have that wrong, but uh, yeah. okay. But uh, they're it's really stunning the things that they can do, and I mean, just like you, you're familiar, you're a little familiar with Harry Potter. Like there's the 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 potion that makes them change into another person. Didn't know that. They do that live. Like there's That's an so effect wild. to where a person turns into another person. <laughs> With no cover? Very little cover. Wow. Yeah. That's neat. Like yeah, they're just wearing a costume and it's all within the, the costume. Like the person changes. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see something like that. Very cool. And I, yeah. And the sets are cool and there's like fun little contraptions and like, People apparate from here to there. It's so cool. Anyway, you'll have to check it out when you're in New York. Uh, I definitely highly recommend I've it. I've got a list. Yeah. I've got to do that. I've got to see Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> and you got to do trivia with us. Trivia, um, potentially the new island on Little Island. River. Yeah. 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 So. yeah that Little Island's nice because it's kind of near the High Line, too, which is the um, raised uh, subway platform, tra- like subway tra- tracks. Subway tracks. That's the word. Why can't I say that? Uh, where it's, uh, they turned that into a park as well. But that's been around for a little bit now. Uh, right. So it's like this high elevated park. Uh, so lots to do in New York. Uh, lots to do in Vegas, too. Um, yeah, I guess there's some sad news from Vegas as well. Um, but uh, you, you, you probably heard faster than I did. Uh, uh, we've talked about the, the loss of our great friend uh, Johnny Thompson in the past. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. his, uh, his wife Pam just passed away as well, uh, which yeah. is sad. Uh, it's very sad, yeah. Yeah, and she was part of that show. I mean, Thompsonian Company, she was the company, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and she was a real character and a great mm-hmm. actress and a great mm-hmm. performer and yeah. a wonderful person. So um, certainly a sad loss for our Vegas community, our magic mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. But she remains in our memories and thoughts. Yeah, I recommend if anyone can find clips, I'm sure there's some Thompsonian Company clips, but just seeing how much Pam was in that act and such like a comedic force uh, kind of playing foil off of Johnny Thompson's kind of uh, bumbling character, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that she was kind of the spitfire uh, and sassy assistant. And uh, she was definitely more than just an assistant. And she was like, you know, really, truly part of the act. So, yeah, that was one of the first things she ever said to Johnny when they started working together. It was like, look, I'm not just going to carry your birds on and off stage. <laughs> and she developed this character around that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, but you have a long list of things to do when you get here, I guess, too. Yeah, yeah. I want to see so many shows. There's new shows. There's uh, our, our, my friend uh, Banachek, friend and mentor, uh, just announced he's going to be at the uh, Stratosphere. So I'm gonna nice. check that yeah, out I at saw some that. point. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so you got a mental new mentalism show to see. There's so many like mentalists now on the strip and there's magic. I think this is like the heyday of magic for mm. Vegas, right? I think so. I mean, yeah. I think we talked about this last time. Magic in general, it might be in a heyday right now, and we don't we're not really knowing it because we're like too close to the fire but yeah. i feel like it's everywhere it is everywhere it's very it's popular. on netflix it's it's on live touring shows it's mm-hmm. it's in vegas um television social media it's it's becoming quite prominent yeah absolutely but speaking of television matt did you hear about the emmy nomination 
I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Something tells me you're going to go with Cobra Kai here. It is Cobra Kai. I wanted to make sure you were aware. I should have known you knew about it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's exciting. No, it is. Yeah, Best Comedy Series nomination, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Mm. It's pretty good. Are are you able to – you need to get, like, part of the – I guess – I mean, the academies for movies, but there's got to be I think I can vote. I was just going to ask. Can you vote? I think so. Are you SAG after I think you can vote. Putting all of your um, votes towards Cobra Kai? I would like to. <laughs> like like all the screeners and stuff, they get sent to like a business manager's office first and they come to me late. So like hopefully I receive the right. stuff in time to vote. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't. Especially now, like post pandemic. I mean, I don't think anyone's in any office ever. So sure. who knows when I'll receive mail. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. So I figure, yeah, you maybe you want to push that. It's just so that you can push get your yeah. Cobra Kai <laughs> votes in. Put in a call to make sure I get yeah. my vote sheets in time. Yeah. How does it work? How does that mean voting work? D- don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I think I've ever done it. I think it's supposed to be anonymous, too. So I don't think. Uh, have you disqualified yourself already for telling everyone on this podcast that you'll be I don't voting? believe I said what I was voting for. I think you suggested <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what I might or what you want me to vote for, maybe. Maybe it was just your opinion. I don't know. <laughs> Good cover. Good. <laughs> but I think it would be funny if you're like, you're like, normally I don't care about this stuff, but this year I need to vote. <laughs> we For got one more reason there's one more nomination of some relevance here oh because i was just gonna say you you want to vote for the best around right the best around <laughs> they were nominated for You're the best yeah they they uh they they get a nomination as well uh back in the day but they oh, lost yeah. a thriller oh i didn't know that the soundtrack that's a fun fact yeah what is the what are you uh, grammys Grant, yes, that would be music. Although, like in the Oscars, there's like music categories for songs and stuff like that. I want to say that it wasn't actually you're the best. It might have been um, a song called Lady, Lady, Lady and Dirty Dancing oh. that by Joe Esposito that lost to Thriller. Fun fact. Um, that is fun but fact. on the Emmy front, we yeah. have America's Got Talent uh, for Lighting. Oh, cool. Nice. Nominated for uh, an Emmy, which is not the first time. Yeah. But that would be Scott, who designs and programs my lighting here at the link in Las Vegas. Look at you. You've got Emmy-nominated lights for your show. (laughs) Yes, which is why I can sit and usher and point out specific lights. (laughs) This is is a uh, full circle episode. (laughs) Hey, speaking of full circle. Speaking of full circle, uh, guess who is seated uh, just next to me right across the the aisle there? Oh, at the Usher's show? Yes. Uh, Full circle for for this whole conversation for you, for America's Got Talent, brings the whole thing home right now. Here we go. This is it. I got it. What is it? Howie Mandel? No. Close? Uh, Yes, you're quite close. Usher concert. Usher concert. Uh, Matt Franco. <laughs> I was there, but okay. yes, uh, who, who was I sitting next to? Uh, Howie Mandel, you know, um, Simon. Good guess. Another judge. Uh, another solid guess, but it's got to come full circle for you and me. <laughs> uh, Stern. Whereas we were, no, we weren't Stern really there for. There. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He wouldn't really be there. He's in New yeah, York. Yeah. Um. So who? Oh, Nick Cannon. There it is. Oh, yeah. I was like, who else did we overlap? Because I was like, I had a Sharon and you didn't. <laughs> right, 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 right. I knew you'd get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Did you get to yeah. say hi to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I had no idea who was going to be there either, too. I like the dress rehearsal thing. You yeah. know, I didn't know what to, you know, who who's showing up to that thing. So, but yeah, it was very cool. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You should be like, come to my show. Remember when I was on? I did actually. Oh, good, good, good. I did. Yeah, no, he asked how it was going and all of that. And uh, I'm always like very non pushy when I invite people to like come by. You know, I never want them to feel um, right. like pressured. Yeah. But also, like, the truth is there's no rush. Like, look, you find yourself out here, you feel like sitting through a magic show. Yeah. By all uh, means, you know? know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, speaking of AGT, look at this transition. There was some more magic on AGT this week. Did you catch any of it? 
Yes. So the we, Dancing Canes. We had Ehrlich from the Philippines, and uh, they were very confused at first of what he was going to do, but he's a dancer, and he did a glowing dancing cane routine while doing amazing dancing. I loved mm-hmm. the act. I really did. Um, was it not the best dancing cane you've ever seen? I got like chills a little bit from watching it. Was it was awesome. It was so good. I mean, obviously, uh, one of my favorite moments, memories, was when I studied with Jeff McBride during his mystery school. And uh, when my, this was when my dad was like picking me up from Jeff's house or something like that. And he saw just in the backyard, we were all like, practicing dancing cane moves and it literally looked like a harry potter wizardry school right (laughs) just floating canes jumping around the place but nowhere as near as like some of these moves were incredible unbelievable he he brings in the hula hoop and you know shows that the the cane's not attached to anything it's just levitating and then he levitates the hula hoop too (laughs) right right that was awesome i loved it. yeah i loved it and i was blown away that we're seeing yet another magic thing there's so much magic. I mean, like I said, we're in the heyday. I mean, this is yeah. just unbelievable. The quality of magic that's been on this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably would have been eliminated first round. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting, too, to see, like like I, I think I said in the past, is like how many make the cut into the live rounds. Because I think like they'll, they're happy to feature a lot in the auditions. True, but and this then, is more than usual, yeah, right? It, is, it seems more than usual, and it seems like really the key to like getting far in the competition is once you get to know the performer a bit more too and what they're Mm -hmm. like Uh, so it's not just the act it's a little bit the personality behind the act as well is it always this many is it just because we're doing a podcast and we're touching on these things like regularly that we're noticing how many there are yeah maybe i don't know i usually try to catch the clips at least but i do feel like it's more it does seem like a lot you know, usually I feel like they're, you know, but it could be wrong. It could be wrong. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll track. We'll continue doing this. We'll compare to next season and uh, go from there. Yeah. And I know you've said in the past, too, that the, just from some insider knowledge that you know that their numbers tick up during, like, magic acts. So Yes, I have heard that. Yeah. I don't know how accurate that is, but just because it's something different and visual a lot of the times and, you know, they seem to be giving them a lot more time. You know, than when I had 90 seconds to finish. <laughs> Here comes a little bit of soreness. From uh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. It's when just I had the shows, 90 seconds. The show's evolved. I'm just saying I had a lot more restraints and only three judges. <laughs> and no golden buzzers. So. <laughs> I had a golden buzzer, but I didn't have a golden yeah, buzzer, yeah. if you, you will. You didn't get the golden buzzer. <laughs> no, I didn't receive one. That was reserved for Dustin's dojo. Oh, yes. Well, of course. Do you remember that? Those, yeah, those were those two guys doing the karate moves that yeah. were kind of like jackass type. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, anywho. There was another mentalist, too, uh, Kevin McCoo from France. And did you catch this at all? He did a thought transfer from... Uh, Heidi and Sophia to Terry Crews, um, but he had basically Heidi and Sophia pick cards. He had a whole bunch of cards of previous finalists. I saw just like Piff and uh, Brandon Leak who won the last season, uh, but uh, I didn't catch many more than that. <laughs> I don't know if I was in it. Probably not. Don't know if you were in it. Probably. Uh, but a uh, bunch of other uh, things, but he had them choose cards secretly and think of the uh the contestant they chose and then he basically had terry cruz on uh, this chair on stage and using uh, a magical light plucked a thought from his head (laughs) so he was using i'll use this term it's not a spoiler because they're sold in every gift shop everywhere d lights (laughs) wow he used a little d light but then it transformed he had like a little hologram projector thing that it became a brain so it was like very visual and then he basically plucked the thoughts of the contestants and added it into this hologram. And like a, like a microphone appeared and then playing cards appeared. And then uh, he, had, he put that back into Terry's brain, <laughs> supposedly. And then Terry had to write down the two contestants. And he wrote down uh, Cody Lee and Shin Lim and then flipped those around. And that's what the two thoughts 
contestants they had. So it was an interesting and unique mentalism piece. Uh, I, I have ideas how it's done, of course, but uh, just adding that visual element, like I was like, yeah, I can see why this they wanted this on television because it was right, really right. cool to see this hologram. So, And where is he from? France, I believe. France, okay. There seems to be yeah. a lot of international acts, but so it's not doesn't feel like America's got talent per se anymore. It's kind of like world's got talent, but yeah, sure. it went national uh, right after my season. It was season yeah. ten was the first one. Yeah, absolutely. Where uh, and in fact, Paul Zernin won from the UK. Right, the very true. next season. That's true. Didn't take long. <laughs> there you go. You know? uh, speaking of comedy, though, the, the act that I was surprised and I was thrilled to see uh, was Michael Winslow was on America's Got Talent. Uh, I don't know if you know who Michael Winslow is, but I loved watching him in movies growing up. Uh, he was the sound effects guy from Police Academy. No. Yes. And he was in Spaceballs. And he. And they must acknowledge that. Of course the they do. Yeah. He basically said he got out of acting. And uh, to take care of his kids once he became a widower. And then, like, you know, now he's in his 60s. He's like, I still have things to offer. So he's kind of, like, trying to do a resurgence of his career. Wow. But it was so cool to see him doing his sound effects again. (laughs) That is unreal. And he's still got it. Yeah. Oh, I did not know about this. I'm so happy you told me, and I can't wait to look up the clip. <laughs> you got to watch the clip, and I might now be rooting for him over all the magic acts. <laughs> but if you don't know what we're talking about, I mean, first of all, I think many of you do, but if right. you don't, immediately, you're welcome. You should you should be thanking Eric for bringing you up to speed on this. Wow, that's so cool. You have seven Police Academy movies to, <laughs> to catch up on. <laughs> It's funny because like I haven't really seen those movies, but I've seen parts enough to know who and, Michael Winslow is. And he's so memorable, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so good. So, so um, cool. Matt, let's move on because I believe it's time for some riddles. Diddle me this. Diddle me this. Diddle me that. Will Eric end up stumping Matt? Riddles. Excellent. Matt, I have a fun riddle for you. It's about magic. All right. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it. A famous magician claimed to be able to throw a ping pong ball so that it would go a short distance, come to a complete stop, and then reverse itself. He also added that he would not bounce the ball off any object or tie anything to it. How do you perform the trick? An acclaimed magician? A famous magician. A famous magician. Claimed to be able to throw a ping pong ball so that it would go a short distance, come to a complete stop, and then reverse itself. He also added that he would not bounce the ball off any object or tie anything to it. How do you perform the trick? This could also be a bar bet, I think. Like, like I feel like I could propose this at a bar and, and, and still do this. Well, I have a method. I don't know if it's the answer, but I have a method that comes to mind. The first was the wall, then you rule that out. The mm-hmm. second was a string, then you rule that out. Yes. We're um, closing the doors, as they say in magic. Yes. I'm feeling like this isn't it, but you throw it into a fan. Oh, that's interesting. Um, it is a ping pong ball, yes? Sure, yeah. So it's light enough. Right. I don't think it would come back to him uh, necessarily if you throw it at a fan. Um, oh, I see. So in other words, you, you throw it, it comes to a stop and immediately returns to your hand. It doesn't bounce. That, that wasn't specifically implied or said in the riddle, but I think it's Mm. implied. It it just says it goes a short distance, comes to a complete stop and then reverses itself. I will add that you can catch the ball after. What, what distance? I mean, is it like a, a five inch toss? Is it a five foot toss? Like how, Mm. or is it irrelevant? Irrelevant. So it could be five feet? Good. I think it so. It makes it more impressive. Yeah. It's almost a totally different effect. I think it depends on where you are. <laughs> hmm. And it's indoors? Yeah, it could happen indoors. Okay, like, I, so like I said, I think this could be a bar bet. Like if I proposed this in order to win a free drink, I think I could win a drink off people if they're like, yeah, I want to see that. And you could execute it? I could execute it. Ah, could you execute it solo? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're not throwing it to another human? Correct. 
I love that this riddle in particular is it's like just an outside of the box thinking thing, but it's a really good, like I said in previous episodes, like it's outside the box thinking that helps this magical um, development, like of how how you can process, you know, accomplish these amazing magic effects. Uh, so I like that you're starting to think of all the possibilities, but I think yes. sometimes there's a simple answer. Well, since you're calling this a bar bet, I'm going to go ahead and assume that if you were to execute this in front of me, it would not look impressive. It would be like a, yes. oh. <laughs> yep, yep. So let's hear you're, the specific wording one more time. You're, you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hence why I could execute it easily. Um, <laughs> a famous magician claimed to be able to throw a ping pong ball so that it would go a short distance, come to a complete stop, and then reverse itself. Got it. Do you have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this is going to be, he throws it up in the air straight up. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> great one. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a fun one. So, yeah, if you throw it up, gravity will make it stop and then come back down. Boom. <laughs> Amazing. Right. right. I just love that out-of-the-box thinking. So, uh, well done, Matt. You get a... You get a correct, we'll add it to your stat list, which I'm trying to compile uh, over several weeks. But uh, Thank you, sir. Let's jump over to trivia. Matt picks up the question, then he stares at it. Eric's at the ready, time to use his wit. Pressure, 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 trivia, pressure, trivia time. What color is your blood? Oh. When it's inside your body. Yes, I know it oxidizes once it leaves your body and becomes red. But oh, I've heard conflicting things on this. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. So uh, I got to remember which one's true and which one's not. Um, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, right. So when you're looking it through your skin, it looks blue while it's in your veins. Uh, but I think that's just the translucency of your skin, so I still want to say it's red in your body. You nailed it, man. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, almost um, borderline trick question because there's definitely yeah. like the myth out there that like it turns red when it right. meets the air. Um, but it says here the blood contains hemoglobin, hemoglobin, hemoglobin. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is a red protein. So yeah, it's red while it's in your body. I am impressed. I am impressed Thank you, you nailed that in the pronunciation of hemoglobin. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the thought process throughout the, the trick question part. Yeah, because it's kind of a that's a myth about yeah. the whole it's yeah. blue. So yeah. 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 I thought that. So like when I found this question, I was like, wait, really? That's good. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a good tie-in because uh one of the things I wanted to talk about today was just like mental health. So health from blood to mental health in your brain. Um, and just kind of like, um, uh, I've just found I, I, this past month has been tricky for me. I've been dealing with personal issues that I don't want to necessarily go onto on the podcast. Uh, but I found that, um, uh, we're kind of like, I think we're all being affected uh, on some level of like coming out of this quarantine lockdown and into like normal life again. And like, I've just found myself kind of, um, overanalyzing all these social interactions and all this other stuff. And like some things have been really getting to me and you, you kind of get in your head a lot and kind of like spiral a bit and stuff, stuff like that. So I I've been just trying hard uh, for the past month to like focus on one being forgiving of myself with that stuff, because we're all going through it. Like maybe a year and a half in lockdown isn't the best thing for people's social interactions as right. social creatures. Um, but then just like trying to, you know, let that wash over and whatever emotions or anxieties or anything that I'm feeling, just like recognize it and then seeing how to move forward it, with it. Mm -hmm. um, and like just realizing there's a lot of stuff that I can't control. But the one thing that I can control is uh, myself and how I react to things and how I can take care of myself first. So uh, I've been doing a lot more exercising, working on that, and um, and just like uh, actual exercise, <laughs> uh, and just focusing on like my shows coming up this week and things that I can 
take care of and not letting this outside factors that I have no control of get the best of me. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I know I'm probably not the only one that's feeling these ways about certain things. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's just been, you know, we can go to that dark place where it starts to affect everything. And like, you know, right. when there's downtime, when your brain really starts to go to those places, it's it can be bad. So, you know, keeping yourself busy, some of the strategies that I've been doing other than exercises, just like find something to clean around the apartment or like at least mm -hmm. get outside and like go for a walk. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to like stop that uh, spiral. And uh, if it does get bad, I also, you know, recommend people seek, you know, professional help if you need Absolutely. it, if it's that far as well. But just curious your thoughts on any of this stuff. If you've felt any of this, uh, especially as we've transitioned out to the real world. <laughs> Right. Well, I love what I'm hearing. You know, I love I like these sort of, uh, for the lack of better phrase, coping mechanisms. Yeah. Uh, going for a walk really does wonders. If I'm yeah. overanalyzing something, sort of fixating on something, just getting outside really does do a lot for me as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, it it I, I have sort of anxiety in my family and depression in my family. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't I don't experience it to the to the degree that you know others do. Sure. Which I'm, you know, but I, but I am close enough to it to sort of, you know, understand a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we all still can relate to, um, gosh, it's just like you said, a, a year in lockdown and <laughs> yeah. having not interacted with people over time and now being thrown into situations. It, it really is the type of thing where, you know, you could be, start looking at it with a magnifying glass of, should I say this? Did I say that? Why did right. I do that? You know, right. all those things, right? Analyzing. Am I crazy to say that? No, we not at that, all. Right? That's exactly okay. kind of what I've been going through too, is like reading missed cues and like, you know, oh, right. it's, yeah. it's kind of figuring all this stuff out. You know, there's, it's, we're out of practice because we've been online and we've been on our phones for the past year too. And a lot of that mm -hmm. social media we've talked about in the past, how it's important in our careers to like do that hustle porn, self-promotion stuff. But at the same time, by nature, you know, we've talked about fake famous, the documentary and mm -hmm. comparing yourself to others and all this other stuff that can really affect, you know, how you view yourself and how you view others. And, uh, I, you know, one of the things I'm trying to get away from, which is really hard to do, is like just the amount of time I'm on my phone because like oh, right. we've yeah. just been so that's how we were communicating with everyone for a year and a half, too. And probably I set timers to, on certain apps. Yeah, that's good. You, you do that? No, but I need it's a good to idea. start. It's very easy to do on the Apple phone, you know? I, I tweeted this out, and it was something that I actually did, is I actually um, removed, I didn't delete it completely from my phone, but I removed um, my, some of my social media apps from my home screen mm. and in their place, but like some productivity apps, like exercise apps or like, um, you know, a notepad to write down ideas. Uh, and just habitually, because I was always tapping those social media apps, mm -hmm. I then was tapping these productivity apps instead. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And That's I got how the addicted we are. I got the idea from Instagram when they like removed their um, their notifications button With shopping. and put, put the shop button. <laughs> yes, I noticed that as well. So I kept tapping that shop button. I was like, I don't want to shop. And then you kind of relearn <laughs> the habit. <laughs> but they know that's where people are tapping. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think the important thing here is to like, yeah, remember, go easy on yourself. We're all kind of learning and coming out of this and getting back to a normal life. Uh, hopefully if we don't have to go back in lockdown again <laughs> with the variants that are out there, oh boy. Uh, I, I, right. I keep thinking about you out in Vegas. It's rising in New York too, but, uh, but hopefully, uh, people are getting vaccinated and, uh, getting, getting, uh, you know, through this, but yeah, be easy on yourself when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, focus on you and, uh, you know, that's, that's the best thing when it comes to, you know, any type of interaction or friendship or relationship or anything like that, where you want to be the best version of yourself first and you can't kind of control other things. So. Yeah, it's good to be forgiving to yourself and also to others, too. It really is a, a, a shared human experience that we're all sort of going through. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's helpful to just take a step back and remember that you might have a disagreement with somebody or you might not yeah. um, like something they did or said or, or believe or whatever. Um, but you kind of just remember, OK, this is a this is a shared human experience. We don't necessarily have to agree on this or do the same thing or, you know, 
I just find it helpful to sort of be forgiving in those situations rather than sort of resist something or someone. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things I've been doing too is just been reaching out to old friends and acquaintances I might have lost touch with a little bit just to like see how they're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're like, oh, we, we can we can work on improving these interactions <laughs> and, uh, you know, having an old friend or something like that is nice to have. And another thing I've been doing, too, because I was having a hard time, like just motivating myself to work on anything. Uh, but just like putting something on in the background or like, uh, you know, I was putting on some like comedy podcasts and stuff like that. And like and eventually something sparks and I was like, oh, I could focus on that little bit of inspiration or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, putting on uh, jumping ahead to our last week's goals. Uh, some of these um, meeting of the minds lectures, I just was putting them on, not necessarily paying full attention, but eventually they would spark something and I'd be like, OK, I can you know, focus on that for a little while and just keeping busy and, you know, focusing on the things I should be focusing on rather than going. Well, into- this is spiraling (laughs) well this is interesting too because i mean living alone is is fairly fairly new for you yeah you had roommates previously um and it's been a long time since i have as well but tiana was out of town this week oh right you had the whole place to yourself which is very different for me yeah yeah so like used to her and it was just you and the your goal last week was to not burn down the house how'd you do that Which I did it. I did okay. I think. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really is a different. It's a, just a whole different energy in the house. Like I, I, I immediately was reminded of it when you're like, yeah, I put something on in the background just to have something. Yeah. And, and I understood that right away. You know, it's like it was just a different um, vibe <laughs> that I wasn't <laughs> as used to. So anytime, like you know, your living situation changes, uh, either where you live or who you live with or who you don't live with, all those things sort of affect your, your lifestyle and life. And, you know, we have to, we have to sort of be able to move gracefully through these, uh, through those things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just, (laughs) it's also helpful to remember, like, you know, some of the stuff feels like it could be more important now because you're like living through some of this stuff. But then like, if you think back to other times when you thought that too and it's like none of that matters it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah i mean honestly i know i've i've hammered this home many times but like meditation has has been you know wonderful for me i i definitely i know you you felt like you tried it and it (laughs) and it wasn't for you but i definitely implore you to uh give it another go watch the netflix show you know just try try to try to hop on and see if it you know, even just five minutes, you know, see if it does anything for you. Um, If you do it like, you know, every day for a few minutes for a couple of weeks, they say it, you know, adjust the way your your mind operates. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe now I'll give it a real go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? You seem like you might be in a better place for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just to yeah. Just to try it, too. And just to like be able to let go of certain thoughts and stuff like that sounds real nice. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're not medical professionals by any means. We're just two guys with our friends uh, chatting. No, did you get a degree while I wasn't paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even find my Emmy nomination thing to vote. So, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> um, so, you know, take just our little anecdotal advice. But again, if you're if you're seeking, you know, real if you need real medical attention, like don't don't hesitate, like find the professionals that can give you real actual advice. This uh, is not advice, actually. Yeah, yeah. This is this is encouragement. Sure. Exactly. You know, this is positive encouragement and enthusiasm to be the best you. Absolutely. absolutely. Which I don't know if you came here for, but you're getting it. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, I was <laughs> expecting some magic. Maybe you get a little different type of magic. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. All right. I wanted to get that off my chest and hopefully just uh, maybe it's helpful for anyone listening that, you know, uh, you're not alone in this and other people are going through this stuff, too. So uh, but then we put on our fun performance face for our performances, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you have one tonight, I believe. Show, show goes on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward. Uh, that's that's the other thing. I have a bunch of performances this week, so I'm excited just to focus on those and putting on good shows. And um, But um, yeah, um, we I think we touched upon our goals, Matt. Um, so what, what do you got for goals coming up next week? Well, I do have the anniversary of the show. Wow. That's pretty big. 
Yeah, the sixth anniversary of the show. And I'd love to just put together some behind-the-scenes footage from what's going on with the, the celebration for that and kind of uh, give people uh, uh, some insight into what, what goes on uh, backstage because it is a lot of fun and and there are so many people involved that really put their uh, heart into it to make it happen so I want to you know get some some footage of what's going on and maybe make a little uh, short video to kind of put out there into the world so just uh, in honor of the six-year celebration of Magic Reinvented Nightly it's uh it's exciting that's awesome that's very yeah. cool um yeah. I six years, man. That congrats. That's well. Awesome. That's pandemic included. Yeah, yeah. But you know? still, you you count it from the year you started. <laughs> I think you have to, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to. I mean, I was ready and able to perform. I just couldn't. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, what is it like when a baseball player is uh, like on the injury list? They still count that as a season <laughs> they play. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true though, because like last August, it was like. You know, we still talked about, yeah, it's still the five-year anniversary of our opening. Even mm-hmm. though we can't be open right now, it's right. still that anniversary. So, yeah, you know. Um, Do you have a specific date? Yeah, August 5th was nice. our first show in 2015. Nice. So people can uh, wish you well on your social media. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, congrats, Yeah, we'll man. definitely be talking about it on the Instagram. I'm back. I had a little bit of time. I was away from social media while I had – um my folks were in town and I was just having some family time and, but now I'm back. I'm back on the, uh, the everyday train on the social. So great, man. Great. Keeping everybody up to, up to speed on what's going on and trying to provide the best value I can on there. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, I was, uh, watching those meeting the minds lectures. I watched like eight That's a lot. this past week and I've got like five more to go. So I'm going to keep tackling that. But then just like I said, uh, you know, focusing on the things I can control and focusing on myself and making a better me uh, while I'm focusing on these uh, upcoming shows. So uh, mm-hmm. but speaking of shows, um, you can check me out. Well, you won't hear me tonight because uh, this comes out tomorrow. But right. upcoming, I'm at uh, the uh, scam this Sunday, the 18th. Uh, you can check that out, magicscam.com. I'm also performing, speaking of anniversaries, the 25th season of Monday Night Magic. I don't know if I'm supposed to announce this. I might be a surprise guest, but I'm doing, <laughs> there's a bunch of people going to be on this show, and I'm doing like a five minute virtual thing. So you can log in and see this uh, fun uh, performance. And I might be doing a piece that I wasn't really putting out there because it was like a, a piece that was really hitting well and, and very unique to me. Uh, in my virtual shows, but because virtual shows have seemed to slow down quite a bit, I think I'm just going to put it out there because it's a fun piece and I want people to see it. So uh, you might want to tune into that. I believe MondayNightMagic.com is the site, but uh, check mm-hmm. that out. That's Monday the 19th. And then mm-hmm. coming up, if you're in the Connecticut area, um, Comics uh, Roadhouse, the uh, comedy club at Mohegan Sun at uh, the 24th part of my friend Jim Spinato's show. So check that out, comicsroadhouse.com. That's comics with an X, uh, roadhouse.com. And we'll put links in the uh, show notes as always. And then, of course, your plug, Matt. You got a show? Do you do a show? I do. We're at the Link Hotel and Experience in Las Vegas. We have shows right now every day except Wednesday, two on Saturdays. Uh, Definitely uh, get your tickets. Um in advance if you plan on coming out to Vegas. Honestly, I know I said it before, do everything in advance. Like if you're going to a restaurant, plan ahead. <laughs> yeah, and we were talking about how expensive flights are. Like look yeah. far ahead for yeah, cheap yeah. flights. Cause... Plan ahead, get your tickets. <laughs> that way you can get the seats that you want and blah, blah, blah for everything. <laughs> but um, it is a great it is a, it is a great time to uh, – to be here if you feel feel comfortable with travel and all of that, uh, given given the weird times that we're in right now. And we are we are rocking the show, and um, I'm more proud of it now than ever before with uh, the new stuff. We got the three new segments, and we also have uh, the production-wise. It just has a new look and feel, and um, I'm digging it. So I And I hope you'll dig it, too. So come on out and see us when you're out in the old Vegas of the loss. Um, I've never said that before. Yeah, I don't know if we can even decipher. Is that a new riddle? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't meant to be, but there you go. (laughs) 
Follow uh, us on the social handles. We got the at E. Diddleman, the at Matt Franco. We got the at Mind Over Magic Pod. Close. At Mind Magic Pod. At Mind Magic Pod. <laughs> we don't have a website, but uh, you know, we're working on it. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. If you do type in Mind Over Magic Podcast or MindMagicPod.com, it will send you to our Podbean yes, po- podcast. You will find us. You will find us. So, uh, <laughs> And you can contact us as well at MindOverMagicPodcast at gmail.com. So we're getting a little bit closer. We will get a like a, our official uh, own website at some point. I mm-hmm. promise. When, we're getting uh, there. Yeah, Time. Hey, we'll patience. Right? Don't get stressed about it because we'll look at it, get it later, and be like, eh, it didn't matter. We didn't need exactly. to do it yet. Exactly. We'll get to it, though. And you've waited 54 episodes, so at this Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you're in, you're in. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Well, this was a blast. I, I look forward to chatting with you next week. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. As always, uh, see you next time. Ha 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 ha. My boo.